0: Calling all writers, this is a message for anyone who thinks that they can stump Joe with a story. Whether you can write a story that you think that Joe will think is true, or know of a story that's so ridiculous that he may think it's fake, please send him in to allegedly.podcast at gmail.com. And if your story is selected, at the very end of the podcast, we will give you credit once it's revealed to be either true or false. So please feel free to write us your stories or send us a true story at allegedly.podcast at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to the Allegedly podcast. Uh, Today, uh, I don't I don't know what to say after that. (laughs) I really should have written this down. The show that's winging it. Yeah. Do you like improv that's a little less funny than normal improv? So, so improv? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Unsuccessful improv? Do, Do you like improv legends like Stephen Colbert? Like, you won't like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember whose line is it anyways? Well, don't listen to us. <laughs> that, that was a serious question, though. Who, whose line is it anyway? Like, yeah, yeah. We don't mine. know. We don't know. We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, welcome back, listeners. Today, uh, I'm going to read Alex three stories about baseball, America's pastime. And it is up to him to figure out which ones are real. And which ones are allegedly? Allegedly. Mm. Dude, baseball. It's That's coming up. Play- playoffs are next month. So I mean, another 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 year. There are there are currently. This is a this is not a, a fake fact either. This is a real fact. Okay. Mm. There are, there are dozens of baseball fans out there right now, and they're going to tune f- into those playoffs. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I nope. I am one of those dozens. <laughs> we might be small in numbers, but we're big in stature, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> big in heart. We love we love our four hour game. <laughs> your 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 three score four hour game. A pitching duel. Can you say boner? <laughs> Dude, I mean, baseball is fun when you get the mechanics down. You know, I think you know. Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, uh, whatever, Maguire Jeremy, What's was his name? Yeah, McGuire. Mark Maguire. Mark, Mark yeah, he, those guys kind of brought it back, right? Because it was fun to watch the home run games. Right. And so everybody was kind of like <laughs> throwing nuts when these guys would smash it out of the park. And then you learn, who, who was the one out of those three? I, Barry Bonds got caught and Mark Maguire got caught, didn't they? Uh, Barry Bonds was suspected, but never proven. Uh, Mark McGuire went before the fucking U.S. Senate and admitted it. Which is fucking insane. Who was the president then? Was that Bush? Uh, I think it was under Obama. Thanks, Obama. (laughs) Taking away Mark McGuire's hard-earned fucking steroid record. God, Obama just wanting to make baseball fair? Like, what kind of bullshit is that? For the record, I don't care that Mark McGuire took steroids. Let him have that fucking victory. (laughs) The only reason why... The only reason why I would care is because, like, I was really ho- – okay, look, if everybody took steroids and Mark McGuire was still, like, a headlining, you know, home run mm-hmm. hitting machine, then I'm, like, all for it, right? But now it takes away a little bit knowing that, like, you know, he was this home run machine and then he's, like, roided out, right? But – uh right. Um Yeah. I get uh, it. Without going – like, without going into the weeds on Mark McGuire. That's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> Look, We're going to start this conversation off with a light topic. Steroid use in baseball. Okay? Right. I'm for it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Long story short, it's I. Fuck it, dude. Like, let's make baseball, like, everyone complains about how baseball's boring. Well, I know a real quick way to make it exciting. <laughs> yeah. Just, dude, add a little cocaine in there, and you're going to have, like, a crazy fucking game. Well, then you'd have the 1980s Mets uh they they were madmen bar fights all sorts of nonsense i'm excited to hear the stories that you have about baseball though oh you should be i'm you should be i have a good the the dollop has nothing on me today yeah oh really these are these are stories unknown to them well probably (laughs) because some of them (laughs) might be made up (laughs) but we'll have to find out (laughs) What if you just found, like, the rejects, you know what I mean? Like, the, uh, <laughs> the, those stories that, like, you know, the dog like, ah, oh, this is a good one, but, uh, nah. Well, all my stories are about Korean baseball. Korean so. baseball! Let's do this! Right. <laughs> they're not, but... <laughs> oh man. I was uh, all punked. I was like, there's guys some crazy See, so got false already. I already got you. No, that's not... (gasps) I didn't know. I didn't even have my thinking hat on. I I started the timer. I started the timer. Maybe you should have been on that steroid game. Yeah, shit. I haven't even done my line of coke yet. Well, sniff on up, buddy, and I will tell you story number one. All right, let's hear it. All right. Now, as we all know, America's true pastime is racism. (laughs) But, But the second famous pastime is capitalism. But okay. when you combine the two, you get baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Leagues were forming as far back as the Civil War, with the very first professional team, the Cincinnati Red Stockings, being formed in 1869. Like many other things over a century-old, professional baseball has seen its fair share of many things. World Wars, racial strife, strikes, ten cent Beer Night, but also changing architecture. Uh, With Fenway Park and Wrigley Field being built in 1912 and 1915, respectively, cities have literally been built up and torn down around baseball stadiums. And that can only obviously lead us to one thing. Ghosts. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's a ride. I'm taking you on a ride. Dude, yeah, I don't even know where this is going to end. I'm not even sure if this is going to be a ghost story. It might not even be a baseball story. (laughs) The ultimate (laughs) twist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Twist the bowling story, got you, <laughs> sucker. You um, <laughs> now while baseball has been here for over 150 years, there is only one officially haunted stadium in the United States: Frontier Field, home of the Rochester Red Wings in Rochester, New York. Okay, so wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double check this because I don't know anything about baseball really. I know you have a stick mm. and you hit a ball, mm. and if you hit it far enough, you get a score. And then everybody else on the bases scored, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know a little bit more than that, but this team, the yeah. Rochester Red Wings, is yes. that a is that a professional MLB team? It is a minor league team. It's a minor league, okay? Because yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like sometimes you got these hidden, like fucking, you know, like like the Marlins or some shit, and I'm like, I don't even fucking know they existed. <laughs> <laughs> well. T- to be fair, they might as well not have in the past few years. <laughs> Zing. Car. What? Uh, coming coming in hard, swinging. I'm a <laughs> Seattle Mariners fan, so I got to take shots where I can get them. <laughs> yeah, you got to take those shots, you know, literally, yeah. I guess. Baseball. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, this minor league stadium was only built 25 years ago in 1996, but it seems to have committed the ultimate rookie mistake building over the top of previously haunted ground. What? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It all starts with the demolition of a warehouse owned by a paper company that was rumored to be haunted by an old janitor, and his spirit didn't leave when the building was torn down. Instead, it seems he continues to haunt the hallways of the stadium. Dude, is this a fucking Scooby-Doo episode? (laughs) Wait, (laughs) you just wait. Dude, like, <laughs> like. Yeah, no, Mr. Jenkins, the creepy fucking janitor. <laughs> they're like it is Jeepers, the janitor. Raoh. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. Raoh. <Bro. laughs> okay, all right. I want to hear this. All right. Uh, it is also rumored that bones were found while they were digging up the site. And if that wasn't enough for you, uh, another warehouse burned down during the construction of the stadium. And of course, that warehouse used to be a schoolhouse built in the early 1900s. What the Okay? Did the janitor burn it down? No, like, it just it's a, it caught fire during construction somehow. God. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you got you got creepy school children ghosts, right? Mm-hmm. You got a janitor ghost, right? Like And and uh, impossible human bones being dug up. So Like like Lot going show? on here. Like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> They're- at this minor league t- stadium. They've, gone, they've gone three for three on on ghost bingo <laughs> yeah they really have they're like what do we win it's like oh you win terrifying results like you you, <laughs> you win a curse congratulations <laughs> Rank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this is I, I didn't want this cursor, so like, hey, you never win a game and people are gonna be spooked in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Club clubhouse manager Kevin Johnston frequently hears noises while riding the freight elevator. Getting so scared one night he roamed the hallways with a baseball bat for protection. <laughs> Groundskeeper Gene Ooh, I'm gonna butcher this one. Buanemouth <laughs> once ran out of his after after seeing a dark figure and hearing loud sounds coming from the storage room. To this day, he never leaves the stadium alone anymore. What? Yeah. But if you don't believe those accounts, there is actual proof. In 2004, director John Burkhart and psychic medium Miss Lee of Rochester Paranormal Investigations Ooh. officially gave Frontier Fields their stamp of approval, and labeling the place haunted wow. after they captured two spirits on camera. What? Okay, it better be a janitor. Like, he's mopping and shit. Well, what one is the, uh, one being a human head, and the other, quote, floating entities. It, it kind of looked like smoke, but, you know, I'm also yeah. not a ghost detector, so. Oh, they're they're probably, you know, class three floating specters, dude. Obviously, obviously. Um, I mean, anybody could have told. (laughs) (laughs) Well, these two people did tell me that, so. So yeah, like, so they just hired this medium. Like, okay, wait, did they hire this medium to like get this shit out, or are they just trying to capitalize off of it? Well, let's continue. Oh (laughs) God, okay. Quote: A lot of them came up to me and they were like, "Oh, don't you love it here? It's such a great place." Have you seen baseball yet? We get to watch all the games for free. Wait, Miss Lee says in a sports center special. This, this is the way I'm sorry to interrupt. These, sorry, I totally interrupted you. Joe. Are are these the ghosts talking to the janitor? These are the ghosts talking to Miss Lee, the psychic medium. Oh God. Can you read that again? I won't interrupt you. Oh, quote. A lot of them come came to me and they were like, Oh, don't you love it here? It's such a great place. Have you seen the baseball yet? We get to watch all the games for free, Lee says in a sports center special. Oh my god. Okay, so So yeah, it's probably for publicity. <laughs> Dude, they're like, have you ever heard of the baseballs? This minor league team should be inducted into the major league team. <laughs> have you seen their new pitcher? He's real hot out there. I if I were a scout, I'd be looking at him. Yeah, you know, like it's just two two of our uh, you know designated hitters are scratching at 400 this year. Right, that's <laughs> Ooh, what Joe you said. you do know some baseball terms. Yeah, yeah, I get a little, I get here and there. I you know, I I I played a little, you know, like King Griffey, you know, N64 games back in the day. Oh, that game was brilliant. I love that game. So so you know, I I know a little, I, I, working knowledge, right? There you go. There you go. But like. These ghosts, man, I they know less than I do and they watch the game every day for free. For free. They're not even paying customers. <laughs> like, you know, this, you know, this internal damnation where I'm stuck in between worlds really has its benefits from time to time. <laughs> I mean, li- think about this. Like you have to sit in a baseball stadium forever and watch fucking baseball. Like and it's a minor league team. My- <laughs> minor league baseball. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure every other you know hit is is either a foul ball or a home run like it's just welcome to the minors. The pitchers aren't <laughs> great the hitters aren't great <laughs> they're promising alex they're promising the the only thing they're promising is at least like fourteen errors a game. <laughs> 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 But what about the overpriced concessions Alex? Have you fi- thought about that? I mean, if it's served by a ghost then yes, I will I will attend these minor league games. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, okay, so so you got this you got this psychic that, you know, straight up had this convo, designated this place haunted because they they saw a head. John, well, yeah, one of them he, he he claims to have taken a picture of a human uh, a floating human head. I mean, if that's true, that's fucking terrifying. Right? But it seems like uh, the psychic had a pretty good time with the ghosts. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, Jay Burkhart seems to have a different experience. Quote, I found myself being confronted by two or three very hostile entities, Burkhart says. They were very belligerent. They were very challenging. And they were very threatening. They're fucking drunk baseball fans. (laughs) Yeah, they fucking are, dude. They they're know like, he roots for the other team. <laughs> they're all just like, yeah. This dude's clearly a Rochester fan, and this dude's clearly an Albany fan. Yeah. You no, know, I like seeing the playoffs. Albany, like this team that I'm watching, and I'm stuck in. They, these are fucking char garbage, you know. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, they're going all the way this year. Okay, yeah. all the way. he's uh, okay, okay. gonna see and them. If you, you don't like it <laughs> fuck you fuck they're like ping in like a fucking corner of the stadium like what are you looking at huh what's uh, uh, baseball co- co- come on i'm just trying to take some pictures for you guys we're just trying to trying to get this out of here <laughs> yeah i mean could you, you, could you group again. together a little closer uh, it's so blurry these pictures are turning out so blurry guys you guys <sighs> literally just look like wisps can you do something about that this is why no one believes me. I mean, you just can't get a ghost to take a good pick. Yeah. Okay, so you got these belligerent fucking baseball-playing ghosts. This janitor, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, he just rolls out. He's like, I don't even fucking like being a janitor. I have to do it for the rest of my life and then watch baseball. Well, the thing is, he was a janitor in a pa- for a paper company, and now he has baseball. Like, I don't know what's more boring. He's like, at least it's a paper company. I could do paper things like airplanes and little hats. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's like, made a little, made a little boat. <laughs> He's like, now I get his baseball crap. Uh, and... so, sometimes the guy from the glue company would come over, and we'd have paper mache parties. <laughs> Dude, and then so you got so you got these counter this countering psychics then like. Yeah, it's really weird that they both work for the same place, but yet they seem to have two completely different experiences. I like, I don't know, did I, they must have split up at one point? Another rookie mistake. It, very big. It's a that's uh, it's actually a Scooby Doo rookie mistake. Like, right? Appar- apparently, Miss Lee came friends with all these people watching free baseball games, and uh, Burkhart <laughs> just uh like, had a had a horrible time. So wait, was one of the conditions that he gets to eat for free and watch baseball games while he's talking to these ghosts? Because that's that's a pretty good handle, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't find any proof of of uh, of any sort of payment, <laughs> food then, related yeah, or otherwise. <laughs> you got, yeah, he got paid under the table. He had free hot dogs for life from this minor league baseball stadium. Nice, but let <laughs> us not forget. Then there's the crows between like, between the months of January and February. Quote. They're here every day and every night, says Red Wings GM Dan Mason. There's literally thousands of them. So, what? like, when I leave every night to walk to my car, it's akin to the Alfred Hitchcock movie, The Birds. No fucking way. So you got these crows that just fucking sit there and stare at you? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are they sure they are... didn't fucking build it on an Indian burial ground? Like Dude, I'm telling you, man, they, they checked all the fucking boxes in horror bingo. They did it all wrong. God, dude. Yeah, the only thing they need to do now is the guy, the ghost, the janitor ghost that died was actually murdered, didn't die by an accident, right? And then the son of the murdered dude that died is back as a janitor in the fucking stadium, and he starts killing people. Like, horror movie. Obviously. That's obviously how this works. God. Okay. And fucking yeah. billion-dollar, billion crows floating around, and yeah, I yeah. know. Great time. He goes, this yeah. Yeah yeah, there are thousands of crows in our parking lot, he says. And in the trees surrounding the ballpark, it's all a little bit creepy. <laughs> now, obviously, this is due to my migration patterns, but you gotta love Rochester for their commitment to the bit. Oh my God, And there you have it. That is the haunted stadium of Rochester, New York. So you have these crows that float down. They're like, Dude, this one this one dude's just like, you know what? It makes me a little uncomfortable when I have to wade through waist deep amount of crows. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he says it's a little bit cre- creepy. Is yeah, what he it's said. a little weird, right? But, you it's know, like, everywhere has crows. It's like, you know that movie The Birds where birds try to kill people? It's kind of like that. You know, a little creepy. Yeah, well, you know, <sighs> just, I mean... Just shuff it, it off. You know, shrug it off. It's fine. Yeah, fucking... Okay, like yeah, that's creepy. Fucking janitor ghost, school children ghosts, a medium talking about party fucking ghosts watching baseball. The other one, drunk baseball fans, and fuck. it's got it's got every it's got everything going for it, except for a winning team apparently. <laughs> I I didn't look up their record. <laughs> yeah, like goddamn. Though no, I I gotta say, if you're drumming up psychics and stuff for publicity, it's probably not very good. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I heard about the Rochester whatever Red Wings in the, you know, on ESPN. Well, tip, they don't typically air minor league games, so. Oh, okay. Well, stupid me for not knowing baseball. <laughs> to be fair, it is a minor league team, so it'd be weird if you did know about them. It's like I know a shitload about the minors. I'm like, it's just where real <laughs> yeah. baseball is, man. Oh, the Everett Aqua Socks. Obviously, I know those guys. <laughs> what's up with socks in baseball? Like, what the fuck? I, there's so many. And, like, yeah. in researching a bunch of this, like, a lot of, like, their original names weren't socks. They were stockings. Yeah. You said the so, Red like, Socks. And I I have, like, there was the brown stockings at some point. Like, everyone, like, everyone lists love their socks. Dude. Well, like, and that's what's funny, too, because, like, I was thinking about it. You said the first team was formed, the the red stockings or whatever. And mm-hmm. then I was like, so did these motherfuckers just get a team together? And they're like, we're an official team now, bitch. What are you going to do? And somebody else is like, well, fine, we'll make a team. And they make a team and then they play. And then somebody else is like, holy shit, I want to make a team too. Like, how do you get that shit started? You'd think that there'd at least be two teams, right? Right, yeah. But it sounds like one team just came out and was like, I'm a baseball team now. Kind of. That's kind of how it worked. Yeah. I love it, dude. I fucking love it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, no, that... it's really, it's really weird. Uh, I think, I think there was like two teams when it first started um, or like at least a few of them and uh, the Cincinnati red stockings, actually, they went like 19 and oh, and I was like, well, yeah, they were like the first professional <laughs> team, like, but they ended up losing the championship. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. What a bunch of losers! <laughs> like, it's so weird. God. Okay, dude. So we got we got fucking one story done. We got the fucking Rochester Mystery Stadium Superhouse. The, sc- the Scooby-Doo Stadium there. Yeah, dude. Fucking Zoings, man. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for story number two? Two locked and loaded. Let's go. All right. Now, no story about baseball. We could be be complete without an underdog story. No, oh, okay. Yeah. So, sir. in the 1950s, the Cleveland Indians were one of the more promising teams in the American League. But in 1960, they traded their star hitter, Rocky Colavito, to the Detroit Tigers. Since then, the Cleveland Indians haven't won a World Series. Some call it the curse of Rocky Colavito. By 1989, the Indians were pretty much written off as a joke. Whether brought on by bad luck or poor management, they couldn't catch themselves a break. The last nail in the coffin came when former Las Vegas showgirl, Rachel Phelps, inherited the team from her deceased husband. What? If there was one... Yeah, yeah. You just gotta love rich people. Just owning stadiums or teams and shit. Yeah, just boom. Here you go. Here's the stadium. I died. Mm -hmm. Well, she owns the team, not the stadium. Oh, that's right. Okay. So... Yeah, yeah. So the stadium can go into the city or whatever owns the stadium. Exactly. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Cool. Now, if there's one thing she disliked more than baseball, it was the city of Cleveland. So when she found out about an escape... I know, poor Cleveland. (laughs) God, dude. But when she found out about an an escape clause that stated if attendance dropped below 800,000 people for the entire season... She could legally relocate the team. She set her eyes on Miami and got to work. What? Yeah. So she's like, Uh, fuck Cleveland. We're going to be the mm -hmm. Miami Indians. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, (laughs) Basically, It's basically if it was so low, you could just leave, I think, basically without owing any money. Like, if you want to relocate a team, you kind of got to pay for lost concessions and stuff like that. Oh, but okay. if attendance was so low, it was kind of a loophole. Like you could just kind of walk away for free. Oh, okay. So uh, she, she's she's wanting to tank the team. Exactly. The first okay. thing she did was slash the hiring budget. And by the time the spring training came around, the team's problems couldn't be more ev- evident. Their veteran pitcher, Eddie Harris was barely hanging on to his pitching arm, going so low as to hide a piece of jalapeno up his nose so that he could get snot on the ball to give it a little bit more spin when he was pitching. What? Yeah, there's all sorts of old school tricks of like people trying to trick and get more grip on balls. Uh, their star player was their third baseman, Roger Dorn, whose fielding skills had basically disappeared due to his growing fear of getting injured before retirement. Well, he disappeared. It, like, he's like, fucking see ya. Like, he like, he would literally wouldn't, like, die for balls or anything. Because he's like, I'm, I'm, he's looking at retirement. So he's like, I'm not about to get injured. Dude, what is this, Murtaugh from fucking Lethal Boy? He's like, I'm too old for this shit. Kinda, yeah. Like, he was, he was basically there. I think he was, he was like the highest paid player. And he was just kind of there for a paycheck. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm just, like, he was locked into contract. He really didn't care. I mean, um <laughs> and it only gets better. Their designated hitter was a Cuban import who could who could crush any fastball, but his numbers tanked when it came to hitting curveballs. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> it's kind of important. Kind yeah, of important that's to do a, that. That's like half the pitches you see. <laughs> yeah, I know. Two rookies they hired were pitcher Rick Vaughn, who had just been released from prison after serving time for stealing a car, what? And Willie Mays Hayes who claimed he could hit like Maze and run like haze. There are rumors that this was not his real name. Instead, he had it legally <laughs> changed. Neither have been confirmed. <laughs> Dude, I'm God, okay, okay, wait, like, uh, <laughs> I want to make up a name so that I can, you know. Basically have a catchphrase? Yeah, I'm going to make a catchphrase like, you know, my name is Zaboodle, jibza doodle <laughs> Japoodle. Yeah, because I zip it in and I doodle. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, like, fuck, okay, okay, so you got this ragtag bunch of, t- you know, fucking outcasts, and then their shit got slashed, and you got this, like, showgirl that's like, I don't want a team here. Yeah, basically, yeah, she's like, she just wants, basically, a free reason to go to Miami. <laughs> now, now, predictably... The season did not start off well, (laughs) with less than 10,000 showing up for their home opener. Oh, my God. At one point, their catcher, Jake Taylor, who at one point been a good player, but spent the last few years playing in the Mexican League, tried to throw out a runner at second base. The ball stopped five feet short. (laughs) Wait, what? He couldn't throw from home plate to second base. He missed it. (laughs) What? That's so wait, their catcher. You said he played in the uh <laughs> down in Mexico, right? Are their bases yeah. like closer? No. That's just you know, that's just a it's a poorer league and so they just take players that basically if you sign up, you know, they're like yeah, sure, you dude. Gotta, it's like you got a face and a bat. Yeah, basically. Like, Holy moly. Did you bring your own cleats? Cool, man. All right, you can play. Yeah, sweet. Well, I mean, and this was the fifties too, right? You said? This is nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty Okay <laughs> I'm, on board. I'm on board. I was like, if this is the 50s, right, baseball has only been big for, like, 20 years, you know, in the States. But, yeah, yeah nope, not this fucked. is This is 1989. Holy shnikes. Okay, okay. All right. Anyway, so the ball's top five feet short.
1: They go on
0: <laughs> to start the season by losing their first 14 games. I mean... Let's be honest here. 14 out of yeah. 300 is, you know, but it still sucks. Like <laughs> It's only 166, Alex. <laughs> dude, dude, no way. Like, there's got to be these 400 games. It feels like 400. Well, it's 166 regular season games. Why so then would you, have... you do this? This is, oh, goddammit, baseball. Okay, no, no. Derailing. <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't we do just round number games or whatever? <clears> hmm. <throat> <laughs> But two things stood out. Rick Vaughn was a powerful pitcher, but his control was all over the place, giving him the nickname Wild Thing. And as it turns out, Willie Mays Hayes, well, he hit like shit, but he did indeed run like Hayes, (laughs) stealing 12 bases out of the uh, first 14 games, almost one per game. That's really good um, percentages. Wow. Okay. so like, can we, you know, if he can just get on base, he's good, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like that's the thing. Like he he's a horrible hitter, but the dude can he's he's insanely fast. Wow. Okay. Okay. I I can buy in that. I mean, fuck. Yeah. So yeah. So half hit. of his catchphrase was true. Not bad. Not bad. Wait, what was the other half? It was run like Hayes, and what was it? Hit like Mays, run like Hayes. Does Mays like really suck at hitting? Is that what that is like? Well, Willie Mays was a historic player, okay. uh, black player, um, Hall of Famer. Willie Mays Hayes, not so much. <laughs> yep. Okay, now so. I got the two separate, because <laughs> he, he doesn't hit like Mays, but he does run like Hayes. He does run like Hayes. Okay. <laughs> so, things finally start to turn around when the team manager figures out that Ricky Vaughn, or Rick Vaughn's, uh, control problems stem from an uncorrected visual impairment, and after fitting him with glasses, his pitching improves tremendously. What? Coupled with... Yeah, he just had, he had like a, uh what do you call it? Like, not a cataract, but something, uh something uh in one of his eyes that. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah I mean, he just sense, though. Yeah, he just never had glasses before, so. And he's like, <laughs> like, I got this. He can... <laughs> he's just yeah. like, I don't believe in this technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, wow, yeah, no, now I can really see. Yeah, what if he just like starts, like, it opens up a whole new world for him. He's like, I'm going to get into fucking, mm-hmm. I'm going to invent the internet. Well, I, I think it really started from, like, the manager was sitting there watching him, like, practice one day, and noticed he's like, why are you squinting so much? <laughs> and, like, Vaughn was like, I'm not squinting. Like, he's like, yeah, no, like, I can see you. Could, he's like, can you not see home plate? And, he, like, yeah. it turned out, like, it just had really bad eyesight. You're just like, dude, let's, let's put some corrective lenses on you. Right, you yeah, Maybe things. the guy that, uh, that just got out of jail for stealing a car. Maybe not the brightest guy. I mean, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think they have like an optometrist in like prison. So, right. Yeah. Just waiting to like help you out. You know what I mean? It's like maybe you wouldn't turn to a life of crime if you had glasses. Right. <laughs> or at the very least, you'd hit less uh, batters. Like, yeah. I think in the first 14 games, he hit like three batters. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, so his pitching improves. And then Hayes is still consistently stealing bases. And this leads them to actually win a few games. Like 20 games in, they actually start winning. What? So they lost 14, and they won 20? No, it's like 20 games in now, they finally win one. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> Like it's okay. starting to slowly come back. And the okay. fans start to notice. Rick Vaughn starts coming out to the mound uh, with the stadium, uh, and the stadium would play the song Wild Thing as he walked to the pitcher's mound. What? So they started building a culture. Mm-hmm. And Hayes's antics on and off the field uh, can uh, bring in more wins, but w- more importantly, it starts bringing in more fans. And the, huh. this is the one thing Rachel Phelps doesn't want. So she doubles down. She starts refusing to maintain any of their health equipment. What? Uh, going so far as to cut off hot water in the showers. and and grounding the team's airplane at one point and forcing them to go on the road in an old bus. Dude, the Yeah, she's Cruella DeVille. (laughs) Yeah! To her dismay, though, all this did was solidify the team, and as a middle finger to Phelps, they keep winning and bring themselves into contention for the division championship, a feat the Indians hadn't been close to in decades. Dude, so... So mm. so they sucked. Then they kind of came together, and all the shit that she was pulling pissed them off to win? Exactly. What the—okay. Yeah, cool. like, the thing she did to break them down ended up, you know, binding them. Ironically, she probably should have pampered them. I know! And, they would, and like, they probably would have never come together. They should have been a contract saying that the pitcher dude wasn't allowed to wear glasses. But like, Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Okay, okay. So in a scene straight from a movie, they eventually tie the New York Yankees for first place in the American League Eastern Division. In the one in the one game playoff to determine who would be the division champion, the Yankees led two nothing until the bottom of the seventh, where the Cuban slugger Serrano actually hits a curveball for a two run home run to tie the game. Wow, okay, And in the bottom of the ninth, classic bottom of the ninth, Hayes wins the game after running home on a bunt hit by Taylor, the catcher who can't throw to second base. What? Okay, so it all just clicked. It all just clicked. Now, the curse of Rocky Cavalito still exists. The Cleveland Indians have still yet to win a World Series since 1960, but due to the efforts... Of maybe the worst team of 1989, they kept the team in Cleveland and gave them another chance to beat the curse. So, fuck, okay, so here's a burning question that I, mm-hmm. like, you, you got this bitch, right, that wants to move the team. Why the fuck does she just live down in Miami? Like, the owner does I, not like, live in the same state. Right, I know, it's super weird, but I think... I don't. I think it's because if you, there's certain things, like there's certain requirements. So I think you have to live in Cleveland because you have to give certain money back to the city. I think it's some huh. stipulation. Um, the MLB is really weird. And Perfect. so I think even if she moved to Miami, uh, she could only stay there part of the time because she'd still have to pay taxes in Cleveland. Interesting. Yeah. So it's something like that. So I think she wanted to just. Um, and she couldn't really – she really didn't have any other income, so she couldn't just sell the team, you know. Damn, dude. Okay. Well, fucking cut their budget even more, and then fucking maybe I don't know. Right. Spray them with I think, ammonia every once in a while, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. Fucking... And I think, I think after this, kind of the board of directors really kind of, because uh, no, like nobody cared about the Cleveland Indians at this point. But after this, they kind of locked it down, and she had. Like less power to do her evil, wicked ways. Yeah, Corella Deville, dude. Yeah, like she's almost hard like she's an, uh, an MLB team, man. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it was uh, a. I had no time to go into all the the messed up shit <laughs> that that lady pulled. God. Okay, well, fucking a, dude. I like the underdog story though. I like the fucking it is, hear dude. them come and back. It, oh, and it's a great one. Like it culminates in like the most well-worn and cliched baseball thing like bottom of the ninth they win it it's the best dude the only thing that it was missing was that like a scene from that movie where it's like you know the beloved captain or something like you know like uh every football movie right like Mm -hmm. the captain gets injured or some shit and they're like we gotta do this for bobby man right (laughs) this is it man yeah championship game bobby's listening we do it for him we can't take his place but we can do this for him. (laughs) <laughs> fucking a! Oh my god! Okay, no, I like it though. I fucking like it. Who doesn't like a good underdog story? I know, dude. I know. But is it true? We'll have to find out. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I'll I'll roll it around in the bullpen that is my brain right now. I will say it was kind of nice writing this because I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how much he knows about baseball, but I don't think it's a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, I could lie about all these statistics. Yeah, he's like, you could lie about anything. It's it like, I'd be like, hey, guess what? You know, bats used to be fucking 400 feet long and weigh <laughs> 2,000 pounds. And that's it what they came used to from, play with. And I'm like, holy shit. It came shit. from caveman times. Yeah. They used to bat with dinosaur bones. And I'm like, whoa, holy shit. Is that real? They flew on pterodactyls. This is when the world was flat. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like two of those facts are false, but uh, <laughs> but I don't know which two. Yeah, the world is definitely flat. I can tell you that. But right. I don't think you can. I don't think you can ride on a pterodactyl. They just don't. I'm have having problems system. that enough cave people were organized. <laughs> yeah, I think I feel like they were more rugby fans and like football fans. <laughs> you know? They clearly were a cricket crowd. <laughs> That's what they specialized in is cricket. They wouldn't mess around with baseball. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. All right. All, all right. right. It's rolling around now. I'm, I'm starting to create my hypothesis mm. based on the previous story. Hypothesize. Mm-hmm. Well, while you hypothesize, let's get into story number three. All right. Let's do it. Now, baseball players and fans are some of the most superstitious people on the planet leading not just to the creation of many curses, but an overwhelming belief in their power. The curse of the Billy Goat haunted the Chicago Cubs for 71 years, and the curse of the Bambino seemed unbreakable until, until after 84 years, the Boston Red Sox finally won a World Series in 2004. Yeah, okay. Cur- curses are a dime a dozen in the world of professional baseball. But one of the most intriguing ones is the curse of the Bat Boy. Okay, wait, you're right. I hear a shitload about curses and I never even thought about it. A curse is a, essentially a way that you can fucking skate by being a subpar player and then just oh, be 100%. like, ah, it's just fucking curse. 100%. <laughs> every time, like literally every major league team, you could probably find at least three to four curses about them. Yeah, like some player comes back is like look i know that my batting average has to be six like 600 mm-hmm. i'm at least a 650 and fucking this curse of the bat beano fucking can't get it out you know like <laughs> the bat 100 <laughs> percent. yeah no no it's the curse it's not poor management poor no. player like it's not, it's not none of that no it's a curse no. no, no yeah it's it's a fucking curse that's what it is fuck this <laughs> yeah no, you don't understand. An old Greek sailor spoke some magic words, and I just—I haven't been able to steal second base since then. <laughs> this gypsy came to me, and I wasn't kind to her. Right? It's not the fact that I'm 36 and I should have retired four years ago. Two things I haven't been able to do that night: stay human at a full moon, and hit a, <laughs> and hit a single in the later half of the game. <laughs> that's wonderful. (laughs) Now, the Seattle Pilots were founded in 1969. They were one of many expansion teams uh, the MLB were acquiring in the 1960s. The home opener was played in Seattle's 6th Stadium to an excited, packed crowd. In attendance was 15-year-old bat boy Lyndon Burns, a high school baseball player himself. He, like so many other Seattleites was ec- ecstatic to finally have a professional baseball team of their own. By all accounts, he was an exceptional bat boy and fan, making sure players always had water, helping to get the crowd excited whenever there was a lull, and even staying late to help the grounds people clean up. Okay, good, During, good his job. Good, good bat good boy. Guy. Good, yeah, good guy. Good great kid. La- great last name. Yeah, no, they, I'm just, I'm curious if you're related, is all. I am not. No. Oh, well I will say Burns is spelled B Y R N E S. Oh. So I don't know if that's Burns or Brian. I'm gonna go with Burns. Yeah, I mean shit. That's hilarious though that friggin' there there's a curse around this kid, and I am fucking on the edge of my seat. Like, did a bat like fly out and kill him? And now they oh he can never bat again. <laughs> well, during a a game, a freak accident happened not once. But twice, when after <laughs> getting struck in the face by a foul ball... What? Linden was hit by another foul ball while being carried out on a stretcher. What? Got Believe hit- it or not, this is not the curse. <laughs> after recovering, he came back to the stadium in high spirits. And to his surprise, the whole team had pitched in and had made a plaque and uh and mounted one in his honor proclaiming Lyndon to be the most valuable fan did they mount the plaque with the three balls that hit him that's <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing yeah no he was being carried out on a stretcher and the dude just popped one up and it like hit his knee oh no dude they're just like they're just like welcome to the triple club like i, I don't i was like were they carrying him across the field like what is oh, this jeez okay now, at the age of 18, Linded was drafted into the Vietnam War and was killed in action eight months later. Oh, well, shit. Okay. Real downer. It's a real yeah. downer. That same year, the Seattle Pilots filed for bankruptcy and were bought by Bud Selig, who moved the team to Milwaukee, where they became the Milwaukee Brewers. On the insistence on the players, the most valu- valuable fan plaque was to be taken down... And moved to the new stadium with the team, out of respect for Lyndon, okay? Unfortunately, upon arrival in Milwaukee, the plaque was nowhere to be found. What? And for the preceding decades, the Milwaukee Brewers have been plagued by weird events and bad luck. So Jimmy we, Slayton said, "Oh, yeah, oh, I'm just saying, like, what if we scooby do this shit and find the plaque? Like this could be this could be the start of our movie, Joe. We'll find this plaque, bring it in." Some players are like, I did it. And then he gets a home run and wins the World Series and they're like, You did it, Alex and Joe, you broke the curse. This is dude. This is like this is like Angels in the outfield too. Man. I know. <laughs> we get little Joseph Gordon Levitt to just be picked up by some Matthew McConaughey Angels and we're all uh, good. Yeah, some Christopher Lloyd rolls in is like, ah, they're just we're breaking the curse. Oh the spot on Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> I could do better if I was old. (laughs) I'm so young, I don't even know who that is. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh, well, someday. (laughs) Jim Slayton said of the time, those first three years were real spooky. Equipment would go missing minutes before games were about to start. It just seemed no matter how hard we tried, we just couldn't get anything right. One season, Four different people wore the mantle of Bern, uh, Bernie Brewer, Milwaukee's mascot, due to mysterious illnesses falling upon them at the last minute. They called him Bernie. His name's Bernie. Bernie Brewer. I think what he's he's still their mascot. <laughs> he's a, he's like a dude with a big giant yellow mustache. And did Bernie Brewer carry around three balls with him? Like, no, no. Like these people, like they like they would just get sick and have to replace uh the guy in the suit at the last minute. Oh my god. I mean wash the suit I guess, right? Like But yeah, that's what like that's what I thought. I'm like maybe it's this like maybe it's some black mold in the suit. Yeah. Like I don't feel so good and they're like, "Well, just give the suit to Frank. He'll <laughs> No, you know, no, it's the curse. It's the curse. <laughs> Do you know how much dry cleaning is on a mascot uniform? Dude, talk about how easy it is to call in sick during MLB season like I don't feel so great, I think it's that goddamn bat boy curse. <laughs> yeah, it's no it's not it's not that Ron got a little hungover the night before. No. The bat boy curse allowed me to drink a lot and now I'm hung over, stupid bat boy curse. <laughs> Get in the fucking suit. <laughs> That's so great. Black mold really slows me down. <laughs> it's it's a little harsh on the lungs. Get a cigarette on it. Yeah, get a cigarette. This is the 60s. I mean, fuck. Oh, right. Now, despite having seven Hall of Fame players in their history, including Hank Aaron, the man who beat Babe Ruth's home run record, they have never turned it into a World Series championship. In 2001, they relocated to American Family Field, but the bad luck continued. And in 2011, fans petitioned to have a new plaque made in honor of Linden. And though they are still one of six teams. Who have not won a World Series. It does seem to have alleviated some of the bad luck. Maintaining over a 500% win average. In the main season. And a 470 in postseason. Since 2011. Wow. So they there you still, go. They still suck. Kinda. I but like they te- get closer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they suck a little less. The curse just so. Kind of dissipates. Yeah. So like well, if they found the original plaque, obviously the curse would be all the way gone. Of course. But you know mm-hmm. they compromised, made a new one, so How you know em- only partial the curse gets lifted. How embarrassing would it be if you bring the you bring the uh, plaque over, right? And then like you're like the curse is broken, and then you go like a winless season, and you're like oh my god, we got recursed. But <laughs> it's a different, it's the curse of the two plaques. <laughs> We have to get rid of one. Oh, no, they're both missing. No. (laughs) It's like crossing the streams. You can't have two. Yeah. We can't have two plaques. We're we're not going to be able to survive this. We're going bankrupt. Ah. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I'm embezzling millions of dollars a year, but it's the curse. Yeah. The curse means I got caught embezzling. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, there you have it. The The curse of the Bat Boy. I mean, it just sounds like he's, uh, you know, he got pegged three times. Like, yeah, <laughs> they should have just kept him in Seattle. But, that's yeah, what like. That's what I would say. But I mean, then you'd have the Seattle Pilots, and they don't sound like they do that good. The Mariners at least did better than them. Yeah, no, the the Pilots literally only lasted like three seasons, <laughs> and then they were sold to Milwaukee. Oh my God, do uh, uh, do the Mariners have a World Series championship? No, we're one of the uh, we we too are one of the six that have not won a World Series. You got has got close though, so No, we've never even been to the World Series. It's cuz the Yankees fucking bought the last 500 years of World Series wins and then hey, to be fair, the Boston Red Sox have at least bought the last decade. I mean, that's true. Good for that. <laughs> Go bastin'. Go bastin'. <laughs> Yeah, bambino, these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> now they have a curse to 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 always win, right? That's the right, curse. Yeah. They, yeah, wait. I know. It's it's the curse of money, of having too much money. <laughs> oh no, we're cursed with fame and fortune. Oh, and just the ability to buy all our talent. <laughs> it's 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 a real hassle. Yeah, we we got a curse of no payment limit. <laughs> oh, mm. no salary limit oh no Ooh, <laughs> no salary caps Ooh. I mean to some like to the Oakland A's that's fucking terrifying so <laughs> I mean they made it happen but that still sucks right. all right so we got the three stories I, I think I got a couple of theories all right let's go ahead and recap story number one about the haunted stadium up in rochester new york rochester red wings haunted janitors haunted school children it, belligerent ghost baseball fans that either love baseball or they fucking hate it right and pick pictures actual pictures of ghosts don't forget head- that headless ghosts too yeah or no no mm-hmm. it's, it's only head ghosts so it's o- yeah ghosts only yeah no bodies were found only heads god i would prefer a headless it's it's the opposite, right? Like well this might be the head from the headless ghost. Like it it's just the head went to a different place. I mean it was New a York, mix up right? with UPS. New York, that's Sleepy Hollow. What if that's the headless horseman's like, Right. Yeah, head. yeah, yeah. There there was just a mix up with uh, the UPS. Yeah, one, and then we to watching baseball. Games. Yeah. Fucking sleepy. Alright. So I am feeling I'm gonna go with my gut on this one and I I'm gonna say true. This one is true. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that there is a there's an actual sports center special all about it it's fascinating <laughs> <laughs> fucking hey dude I, I I love this shit <laughs> yeah it's fucking great well we're out uh, there and we'll do a live we'll do a live allegedly oh we have to man like i was baseball's a weird thing to look up because it's like if you get because baseball is filled with great headlines but when you really dig into it it's not that interesting. It all boils down to like, oh, like the, the owner of the team was cheap or racist or (laughs) (laughs) like, oh, like this person had a alcohol and drug problem. (laughs) Right. You know? Uh, So like, I had to like go outside. I was like haunted stadium. Like, there we go. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like, yeah. And then it all culminated in the fact that, uh, the owner just hated black people. Yeah. Or like, or it's like it's like, can you believe how much money this guy made? And then it's all about trade negotiations and you're like, fuck, dude. Like you cannot make statistics a good story. I know. I mean it's it's hard to make statistics a good game, but apparently baseball is all statistics. It's all it is. <laughs> it's about as much fun as doing your taxes. Yeah, but you get to drink beer and to eat a hot dog, so I mean, I do that with taxes. <laughs> it's why the IRS is really up my ass, but you yeah. know, damn it. I'm like, hey, honey, can we claim like 15 dependencies? All right. <laughs> <laughs> this hot dog's depending on me right now. Gotta eat it. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, I got one. I got one. Got on one. Four. One for one. Story number two: the the worst team of 1989, the Cleveland mm-hmm. Indians, coming back. To win the division. So let's see here. I'm, I'm feeling. Like I said. I'm going to go with my core feeling on this one. They, It just sounds. It's so 80s. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was leaning towards true. But I think I'm going to go opposite. And go with false. You son of a bitch. <laughs> this is the plot synopsis. To the movie Major League. Ah, the one with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know what's funny is I've actually never seen that movie all the way through. Uh, I love that movie and like Dude, there's only, only like, one scene I was like I was like, well, it's about the Cleveland Indians maybe I'll just <laughs> I'll just I' just pretend it's true <laughs> now, th- now the curse of Rocky Colavito is true okay. um. The Indians haven't won a World Series since 1960 when they traded him. But the rest of that is literally just the plot synopsis to the movie Major League. Pats. Yeah, I just remember one scene and when Charlie Sheen throws the baseball at like a, like a, you know, he misses so bad, right? And he throws it and it hits like a wooden sign in the back with a baseball player and it like breaks yeah. the head off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite. The announcers like, just a little outside. <laughs> That was uh, a ball, uh... ball eight. He has walked the bases loaded. <laughs> well, like uh wasn't that John Candy? No. Uh, I can't remember who played the announcer. Who, who is John um, C- Is like, that rookie of the year? Was John I Candy? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another classic. Dude, you should have done that one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time. Thirteen year old <laughs> tightens his tendons in his arm. Now he can throw a hundred and five fastball air I'm doing I think I'll go airbud air Bud! Air Bud! they trained a dog to catch a ball <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm two for two, dude, okay, God damn. story three, the curse of the bat boy, mm-hmm. okay, so bat boy gets nailed three times with a ball, fucking comes back, gets a plaque, everybody's happy, team moves they don't they don't find the pack it's it's at the bottom of the puget Sound, right. I'm going to say oof, this is a tough one. We got a true and a false. Did you do two false? I'm going to go true. This one's false. Ah! Oh! yeah. No. Uh, now, it is true that the uh, uh, Seattle uh, pilots were a real team and they really did become the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, but there was never a bat boy. Oh, stupid fucking um, bat boy. There, w- There is a, uh, a curse. There's another curse. The San Francisco Giants have the curse of Captain Eddie. Um when they moved from Brooklyn to San Francisco, they lost a plaque of Captain Eddie who died in World War II, and it said that that's why they uh, have had such bad luck over the years. And curses, dude! They're, I mean, they are everywhere in baseball. It's insanity. Damn. Yeah. Well, I am two for three, so that's not, not bad. bad. It's not bad. I honestly thought the ma- the the major league one was was going to get you. I. So I was kind of, I was leaning toward it, but then I'm like, ah, I gotta go false. Like, dude, it, it was close. That was, that was, a, that was a hair. That was a hair right. difference. No, it's a, it's tricky when you get one of each, right? Then you're like, fuck. Then it, yeah, then it breaks right. it down for that last one. The pressure's yeah. on. Yeah, dude, I'm like, is this gonna be real or fake? Like, and it, it sounded pretty real to me, but then I'm like, I, I don't know, right. like. And then well, I had to go uh, Yeah, people. again, like so much shit in baseball is like after you get past the headline, it's really not that interesting. So, but I was like, I can make up a curse fuck. Like it's it's got to be stupid baseball. That that's my final answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, be prepared for next week as we're continuing with more baseball facts. Oh! All right, you want me to close this bitch out? Go for it, bud. All right. Well, that was the Allegedly podcast. Thank you for listening. Join us next week where we continue with our short-form, quick, rapid-fire questions. Um, You can find us wherever good podcasts – you can find us wherever you find good podcasts. Thanks for listening. See you around.